I'm not a person that likes to get caught up in the details. Like I, I love to stay uh, surface level on the things that people easily get misconstrued and it causes wedges. Like, you know, I, I'm the type of person that uh, if muddying up the water is going to hinder us from moving forward, then let's not muddy up the water. Let's stay on both our sides of the river and, uh, you know, we can just say, hey, and by, you know, as we go. But not realizing that you have to get down and dirty, you have to work out those details in order for you to be on the same page. Because at the end of the day, you're still separated by a river. Welcome back to another episode. This is Tara and Anthony with Scales of Truth. Scales of Truth. Scales of Truth. And today we have a pretty interesting topic for you today. We're going to be talking about uh, being a Hebrew. So uh, I was introduced to uh, this line of thinking by Tara uh, not too long ago. And so far it's been uh, it's been an interesting ride just because like you know, like coming up in, in, in the church or, you know, being religious or being spiritual, uh, you know, unless you're doing all of the digging, uh, you really only get like half the truth. Uh, not necessarily saying that it's a lie, but most people don't get the full picture. So, uh, today we're, we're just going to be looking through, uh, we're going to be going back and forth, just, uh, you know, figuring out how we, uh, got to this point, uh, what brought us there, you know, in, in life and, uh, yeah, just, me, uh, stay I wanted tuned. to say something real quick. When you were talking about like not getting the whole truth, um, what a, a nugget just dropped in me. Um, and it's like, if you imagine someone on a stand or we put, you know, religion on the stand and they, they, for justice to be served, um, the witnesses have to tell the truth and the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Otherwise justice is not served or, uh, the truth, um, or the facts of the matter isn't fully unveiled and it could be led, um, in an array of directions as far as the, um, jury is concerned, right? Yeah, that's right. And, uh, I don't know who's the jury in this one. We are. Oh, okay. Well, we're the jury. So we need all the information in order to not necessarily say guilty or not guilty, but just so that we can have a better understanding in what we believe. Like you said, yeah. Yeah. So um, Tara, I guess, has has an extended backstory uh, about what led her there. Um, She introduced me to uh, this line of thinking. So... Uh, what what actually brought you to looking deeper into, uh, you know, Christianity and stuff like that? Yeah. So like you said, it, it was kind of a journey for me. Um, so I had always known that racism existed. Um, I remember being in high school and being called the N word for the first time. Um, I don't know if I took it so seriously or just um, chucked it up to some, you know, people being ignorant. But I did experience that. Um, in high school and then you know how we get followed around stores and things like that right 
And so um, from that and then something um, that really hit me hard was um, I lived in Phoenix for a year and um, a cop was called out. Um, it was just so I was staying with a friend's grandma and she got mad because we didn't come home one night. And so she kicked us out of the house and I just needed my stuff out of the house. And uh, the cop um, came out because we called to try to get our things. And um, just from me asking, could he help us get our things? He ended up in my face. Um, I was pinned between his body and a car. And he literally had his gun uh, or his hand on his gun on his hip. Um, and so, I, I mean, obviously there was no reason for that. Um, I wasn't threatening. And that's actually how I, um, got him away from me is I, I asked. And I really think that that may have been, um, God moving in me because I had to ask over and over again, am I threatening you? And eventually he said no, and he stepped back. Um, but the only thing I could come up with that is, is race because you don't normally see people treated in that manner. Um, and so, yeah, I, I had a few things that came up um, dealing with race. Um, nothing too much. Um, I know Oscar Grant um, was killed in California the year I graduated, but it really came down to um, Trayvon Martin um, is when I really started getting my eyes um, open. And so um, just a little bit about my spirituality um, so I got saved in 2010 and so I started studying and I started reading and I started learning about the Jews, um, who at that time I believe were the people in Israel. And I do remember, um, at one time I was studying and I remember I had the TV on, um, and I had the TV on TCT, a Christian television channel. And I remember, um, as I'm reading through revelations and God is talking to the Jews and he's like, I know your poverty, but you are rich. And, um, he's talking about how downtrodden they are. And literally I'm looking at the TV and they're talking about how fruitful the land is over there and how, you know, almost all the fruits, um, that we get in the United States is from there and how the United States protects, you know, them over there. And I really, at that point started to question God, um, because I'm like, how can you like say you love these people and call these people impoverished and this kind of thing? And it's like, what about us? Because I I'm thinking like, you know, they went through the Holocaust, of course. Um, I'm not going to discount that. But at the same time, that was a few years in comparison to our 400 years. So I really started questioning things. But at the same time, I was new, like I was a babe in the faith. So I pushed those, um, I pushed those thoughts or those questions to the back of my mind. So when you say uh, a few years to the 400, uh, what do you mean by that? So, I mean, um, I had a hard time dealing with the fact that um, God would be talking about um, these Jews and everything that they have been through when, you know, the Holocaust was, I mean, it was under five years. I don't remember exactly how long it was. Um, and I and I compared that to the 400 years of suffering we went through both um, during slavery, post-slavery with civil rights. And even today, we still don't have human rights. And, you know, so I was I was questioning um, the scale on that, I guess I would say um, the, the weight of that, the weight of everything we've we've been through. But then to know or at least think I know that he had chosen another nation over us. Um, and so I was just making those comparisons between us and 
those Jews over there. Gotcha. Okay. And so um, Trayvon Martin happened, and I don't know what it was about Trayvon Martin. Um, I, I can't pinpoint what it was. I do know that um, I, I had a lot of nightmares after listening to those audio tapes um, of him, you know, pleading and screaming for his life. So maybe that's what it was that lit a fire in me. I can't quite explain it. But out of that really um, lit like a a spark in me where I really started developing a love specific to um, our people. Um, And that love just truly grew. Um, The more I seen that we went through the other slayings that happened post that, uh, post Trayvon Martin. And I remember um, that my love for my people or black people had grown so much. Um, and at this time, I knew that um, my my destiny was to be in ministry. And it was like I was questioning, like, how I can't have like an all black church. Like, right. <laughs> and so but that's where my heart is. My heart is for my people. So I don't understand how this is working. And, and I want to be clear. Um, I do love everybody, but it, it's just I, I had and I have a special love for black people. It's our people first and then you can branch out. Right. I mean, a, and it's, if you it's, don't love your own people, then it's like, all right, well, you're doing a disservice to yourself because like our people are the ones who brought you into this world. Right. When we when we look at our people, we re- we're really looking into the mirror. And um, I know that, you know, a lot of people question that because, you know, they they a lot of people feel we should see everyone evenly. But if you really look into um, the history of um, all nations and creed, they really do care and love themselves within their community, their community first, and then go beyond that. And um, I think we aren't so much taught that. Right. Um, and we're a lot of times made to feel guilty about being pro-black. And, you know, like they say, being pro-black isn't being anti-anything else. It's just being pro-black. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, that love just continued to grow um, in me. And then Mike Brown happened. Um, at that time, I had joined. Well, I was on Twitter for a while, but I had started using Twitter around that time. And um, I I started looking, like, at the hashtags and everything. And I saw just... Um, shameless hatred for black people um there during that during that whole ordeal and so that is when I literally laid in my bed and I questioned God and I'm like why do they hate us so much and I was I was you know how they talk about like crying to to the point like you're you're teary-eyed and I, I was crying um out to God like why do they hate us so much and um, one of the most memorable times God had spoken to me was that. And what he said to me was, there's something more going on um, behind all of this that you don't see it. Um, and then he called me his Esther. And so then. like, So that, what does Esther mean? So Esther. So Esther was Queen Esther in the Bible was um, someone who saved her people from. um from being slaughtered, um, she 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 married a king and she risked her own life to save her people. Um, right, you were saying uh, how uh, back in back in the ancient times, how uh, women uh, were looked down upon and even they were murdered for speaking out and speaking out of turn, especially in public. 
uh, you know, they were to be summoned. They were uh, exactly. to be seen and not heard. Exactly. So, so you're saying that she she pretty much spoke up uh, when she wasn't supposed to, risking uh, execution, pretty much. That, that's exactly what she did. Um, and and again, to save her people. So, yeah, he he called me my Esther. Um, I was familiar with this story. Um, I had read it a couple times. It's really not that long. And I had seen the movie, but I didn't put pieces together um, as far as uh, what exactly the weight of that um, until further along in my journey. Um, my full name is Satara. Um, and while it is not spelled the exact same way, um, Esther actually translates into Satara. Wild crazy <laughs> and my mom didn't know that actually i got my name from um a singer peter satara and so she had no idea and so it's so crazy that he called me that and i just found that out what a few months ago yeah. that my name translates into esther so that made me feel pretty special <laughs> um but carrying on you know um so yeah uh that's when he he spoke to me and everything and so obviously Things started going on in my head. Like, what could be going on? Like, why would you just, dr like, why you, you give me a cliffhanger, God? Like, right. what, what you doing? You know, I don't like that. And so I, I started searching. Uh, it was really to no sure avail that I, um, that I was searching. I found a lot of different th theories. I do remember um, the first time I came across the Hebrew theory, though. Actually, it was on Yahoo Answers. Yahoo Answers. Do you know how... <laughs> <laughs> it was like an old Whoa. thread. Yeah, I, I never, I'll never forget it. That's the first time that was like kind of pitched. Was I was like googling like why do people hate black people so much? Because it's not just white people. Like it's about everybody that hates us. So I was like googling like what is the problem? And it was actually a white guy that commented and said that that was the reason that we were the Hebrews. And I'm like, uh, mm, I don't know. I looked further into it and I um found like the Hebrew Israelites and all of the camps and everything. Um, but I didn't, um, I didn't really get too deep into that just because what they were saying, a lot of what they were saying was true. Um, a lot of the scriptures that they used to prove who we were, um, were backed up by our actual experiences and occurrences. Um, but it was just so clouded, um, with hate, um, that I, I didn't, I, I kind of gave up that search because of that. Um, yeah. And so I, I marinated, though, on it for a few years. Um, but I didn't do more research in that time. It's just it was a thought um, in the back of my head. And so and actually uh, something that just came up to me, I was actually helping someone with a campaign in our hometown. And it was um, I was volunteering um, to serve food to, you know, uh, one of like the townhouse meetings they had. And I remember that one of the guys that was running for a different office was there and he was Jewish. And I'll never forget that um, I was talking to him and he was talking about how he wanted to help the black community. And I made a comment. I was like, um, like, I think that's great because if anybody knows like what it's like to be discriminated against, it's you guys. And I will never forget. It was this lady standing to the right of me putting chicken on a plate. And she went off on me and she was like, no, that's not right. That's not right. Like the, 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 
Israelites were black. The the Jews were black. And I'm just, I didn't know what to say. She straight up went off. She went off. She- <laughs> <laughs> and so, and, and I just thought like, okay, this lady is crazy. But I mean, she, she, she had something. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I marinated that on that though for a few years and, um, what really sparked me to do more research. Now, mind you, in this time, I did find a Hebrew church that I was going and learning at, but they didn't lay down the evidence. They were more talking, you know, strictly out of scripture, but they weren't laying down evidence as far as who we were. So I learned a lot. Um, I definitely gleaned a lot as far as scriptural understanding, but it still didn't, um, prove to me that we were the actual Hebrews. So what that all came down to was all the way in 2018, I started uh, dating someone I knew from high school, and he had become a Moorish Muslim. Right. (laughs) And um, I looked into that. I did, because I'm very interested in other religions and everything, but it was like a a, a quick, like, non-in-depth Google search of, like, the so-called facts he was laying out was just, like, not true. It was just not true. It made no sense. Um, my argument back to him, even though I didn't fully believe it, my argument back to him, though, was that uh, black people were the true Hebrews. Um, but it's like he knew everything, you know, about um, his religion. Like, he he could point me in so many di- directions. And even though they didn't make sense when I found him, um, he, he, he knew um, – he 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 felt that he was backed by what he believed, um, and that kind of made me jealous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's almost like when uh, all these other cultures and races can go back four, five, six generations to where exactly their people were before they came to America, and you look at like eight to nine out of ten black people, and we like, well, we from Africa somewhere yeah and all we can give is a continent right and people can pretty much date back to settlements yeah i definitely understand that right and yeah and and like even with his religion he believed that all black like no black people were brought over on slave ships he believed that you know all of the actual native americans um were is actually us that we weren't brought by slaves because we were here when they got here and just put into slavery right um and so but he 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 just knew so much and he knew like meanings of words and i mean even like one thing that he did um point out to me is like a, a 17 no it's like a 1500 definition of american um, was it, it, it literally says like the uh, copper colored people that were here um when um when Columbus came and settled the land or something along those lines, but it definitely said the copper colored people. And so that was actually true. So like I said, I glean, I can glean from a lot, but I'm just going to push the the rest of that out the door. Um, But I got jealous. I got jealous because it's like, you know, I'm saying that I believe this and, you know, half of me does believe this, but it's like, I don't, I don't have anything to back what I'm saying that I believe. So that's what made me start researching again and getting back into my word. And um, that is when y'all just let the floodgates loose. And I was able to find so much information that I had not been able to find years prior when I first started researching it. And it got to a point where I was researching um, for eight eight plus hours a day. And I did that for about six weeks straight. 
so um and it, it was just I mean I found so much evidence um biblically and historical evidence archaeological evidence and it, I just I had I kept going it was like a um, uh, it, it went from a spark to a fire because I found so many answers and I started understanding things and God really started talking to me in that season as well. So it was just, I, I was going on and on and on. And I know I got on my family nerves cause I couldn't shut up about it, but, um, yeah, so that's kind of how I got there. Um, and then what slowed me, I don't want to say it slowed me up. I still did my research, but, um, it did slow me. It it did slow me down in a way. Was when you and I got into a relationship because um I I I felt I felt a little muffled because I I knew your background and I, I didn't want it. It wasn't that you were muffling me, but I also didn't want to like sound crazy. That was my thing. I kept saying that to you, to you. Do you remember that? Yeah, I definitely remember that. I'm I don't like, want to sound crazy. I don't want to sound crazy. <laughs> I was like, well, what we believe is pretty much the same. You like. But it's but it's it's not you know, like <laughs> I mean basically it like when you look when you look at it you know from when you pull all the way back you know we we all have the same end goal and that end goal was enough for me it was just how we were gonna go about getting there and yeah no it wasn't lining up it was totally disconnected yeah so it's like uh, how i kind of picture it is if you if you have a rubber band and you hold both ends and then you push your fingers in and there's like a wideness in the middle of that rubber band it's like it starts out the same because the base is christ and it ends up the same us being together with him as one right but everything in between is like far apart and so and I, I couldn't really get him to understand that especially without sounding like I was crazy so I'm just like I don't know what to do and I was I was really I kind of was ashamed I'm, I'm ashamed to say that I was ashamed but I was kind of ashamed um and and uh, I, I kind of was a little mad at God too I will say because it was like why couldn't I live like a normal life like why can't I be like the rest of like these like people out here these evangelists and these prophets and everything like why couldn't I just be normal like I didn't feel normal um with what I had found and so um it really got to a place where I'm, I'm I was questioning things because I'm like how are we going to raise our children if we believe two different things um and so it was like it was to a place where it's like I, I know what my purpose is I know my purpose is for my people I know I know at that point I knew we were Hebrew there was nothing that could change my mind but I also knew you to be my husband right yep and so there was a disconnect between the two there's two ministries you're my ministry and my purpose is my ministry but there's a disconnect in those ministries and I couldn't reconcile that and so um, I'm gonna turn it over to you what would you like to know? <laughs> I would like to know. So I, I kind of, I want to leave it there because I feel like um, I gave a good explanation as far as like what, um, as far as me and you were concerned when we first got into a relationship and where I was um, mentally and spiritually. Um, but what, so what happened, you want to tell the people what happened to m begin your journey? Well, I mean, I grew up in the church. Um, I'm very spiritual. I wouldn't say that I am religious. I've never been a religious person, even growing up in the church, like I, my pastor and, and my family, like we always had a different, uh, approach to things. Like we, we, we were always different 
in our in our hometown, people would actually call us crazy because we would uh, be going outside the box, thinking outside the box as far as uh, what are the things concerning God. You know, like my my pastor would definitely uh, think outside the box and 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 go directly from what he said and not just, oh, well, everybody else is doing this, you know. Um, so I, I have that 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 uh, foundation in God. And, you know, I've seen I've seen miracles performed. Uh, I've I've seen, uh, you know, demons cast out and people speaking in tongues and and stuff like that. So it was like I, I'm not unfamiliar with things that sound crazy you know right that's what i was going to say like um as far as like my beliefs i felt like my beliefs sound cra- sounded crazy um but I, I guess i wasn't looking at it as you being my husband and listening to what i had to say because um you telling me when you told me like you saw like demons cast out and things like that i was like excited and it, 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 there was no disbelief but if we both took these things to the outside world yeah they're gonna get like, looked at funny like yo uh <laughs> something's not right <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I, I have that foundation, but as far as not having the full truth, not having, uh, you know, the, the, the full circle, the full scope of what exactly we believe, uh, there was definitely that disconnect. So, uh, you know, she would mention stuff here and there just to see how I would handle it. And my whole thing was like, I'm not a person that likes to get caught up in the details. Like I, I love to stay uh, surface level on the things that people easily get misconstrued and it causes wedges. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm the type of person that uh, if muddying up the water is going to hinder us from moving forward, then let's not muddy up the water. Let's stay on both our sides of the river and, uh, you know, we can just say, hey, and by, you know, as we go. But not realizing that you have to get down and dirty. You have to work out those details in order for you to be on the same page. Because at the end of the day, you're still separated by a river. You right. Know? And um, I think that it, the scripture comes to mind that um, that everybody used um, to be not equally yoked. And um, to be not equally yoked. Not to, how do you say it? Be not unequal, unequally yoked together and so it's like um it it means a lot i think it means a lot um more than what the church um portrays it to be but looking at that on the surface level we weren't um equally yoked and i felt um a heaviness and kind of a burden um that was that wasn't really shared and that's what a yoke is that wasn't really shared because it's like i have this on me and i have these beliefs and i don't feel free to like share it and I don't, and it's like, I want to be with you. I want to be as close as we possibly can. And so for me to have to hide that from you or to keep it from you or not have those conversations and not have that intimacy there in spirituality, that was heavy on me. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely makes sense. So yeah, finally I, <laughs> for lack of better terms, gave in. Um, wow. <laughs> I I appeased, you know, her, her, uh, her uh request and i started just you know digging uh just little bit little by little because like when it comes to 
information. I've never been a school person. Like I, I hate like reading and having to research and stuff like that. Um, but it was like the more I actually read, the more I had more questions and you know how like when you start going in a circle and you're you're trying to you're trying to get down to the bottom of stuff and it just once those questions open up you find an answer to one and then more open up and you just kind of get you get confused you go down the rabbit hole as you used to like to call it with yeah, me yeah you go down the rabbit hole and you know on the things that like that really get like when you want to talk about laws and stuff like that in legislation that's a rabbit hole that i just i do not want to go down but because like it wasn't interesting to me, it doesn't keep my attention, but we know it's necessary to know our laws. Well, this is necessary to feed my soul. And it wasn't like, oh, I'm just going down the rabbit hole because I, I just feel an obligation. No, this one really caught me. And I was like, OK, so it's making sense. Like it's it's making so many, so it, like it's answering so many questions. So the more questions I had, the more questions were being answered. And that's rare to find when you're doing research, people just come up with more questions and they have answers. And that's really what turns a lot of people off. But right. the more questions I had, the more answers and the more strings that got tied up. And I was like, okay, so this is the reason why. Okay. Oh, okay, cool. So this, okay, cool. Let me look at, you know, and it comes around full circle, like everything is intertwined. And that's really what caught my attention is that, like, there's not a thing in this earth that doesn't have to do with God, that doesn't have to do uh, with with what we believe, that doesn't have to do with pretty much the world in a in a whole like yeah that's um that's exactly it and i um think and i I think i'm i mentioned this um in another podcast but i think that uh as a as a black community in church we're like you know we're we don't fight against people like we fight against principalities and rulers and everything but we don't really question things with that same concept especially things within our community and that was always like tickled the back of my brain throughout these years. It's like, if everything is spiritual, why does Satan hate us so much? Why is these principalities, why is this evil working so much against our community? Um, but something else I wanted to know that I, I still find interesting is that um, when I was, when I started doing my research, you know, I had like all this whole pile of information that I, you know, I found and I was interested in. When you started doing your research, you were talking about things I hadn't heard of. Like you went down a different path. And I think it's very interesting because it's like you, you, you did all of your research on your own. I did mine on my own, but we still come to the same conclusion. That's how much evidence is out there. Yeah. I was definitely looking into, um, (laughs) into the dark ages. Uh, I was looking into, uh, the Renaissance period. I was looking into Christopher Columbus and uh, the Spanish Inquisition, and I started mentioning that stuff. And you're like, "What? Like, wait, 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 hold up, wait a minute." I'm like, "Come over here, come over here," because like, yeah. <laughs> right? And like when you first started introducing me to uh, you know this information, I had the same exact like, "Hold up, like, slow down. Let me, let me." get the bits and pieces that I want to get. Don't just don't, don't hose me down with a fire hose. Cause I'm not going to be able to take it. Right. Um, but yeah, it was definitely a, a going back and forth. And now, uh, as we, 
you know, continue to research, we kind of researched together. So uh, when I was downrange, like we would be on the phone for like eight, nine, ten hours. hours and we had just it like the line would just go silent. And I'd be like, all right, what are you looking at now? And you'd be like, oh, well, I'm looking at this. And I'm like, well, I just saw that. But we started out on the same path. We, we did. We started out, <laughs> we we're going to look at one thing. And then I ended up three other topics ahead. And you were like three other topics to the left. Yeah. And I was like, okay, but how do we even get here? <laughs> like how, wh- okay, what was our original goal? What was we our kept having point? to pull it back in. Yeah. And it was it was crazy. But again, it's like we, we were doing this. And I found like what you were finding kind of like it, it piqued my interest a little bit but we're t- two totally different people yeah. and our interests are, are different and but it was like we we took we always took one scripture or one piece of information and then we wanted to do research on it and then yeah we went rabbit holing in two totally different directions found a lot of good information on both ends however fun times yeah fun times yeah uh, it really was fun though that's what we do uh, as far as bonding is concerned, uh, you know, like a lot of couples, they, you know, go skate in or they'll take walks in the park or, or something like that. We just like to research. <laughs> yeah, And it's like it's it's so never ending, though. So you don't get bored, you know, like how many times out of a week can you bond with your mate by going skating? However, this is always different. Like (laughs) every time we're researching, it's always something new Um, because there's there's just so much out there to learn. Yeah, it's like the only times that we stopped was when we just couldn't take any more information. Um, And at that point, you know, like your eyes are crossing and you're trying to figure out you're like, okay, so wait, what? Okay, how did I get here? Yeah, I need to breathe. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so that's pretty much how we got to where we are as far as our beliefs. Uh, we believe that um, black people uh, in America, specifically that were brought over, you know, via slave ships, uh, we are the true Israelites. We are uh, the true Hebrews. Um, and we will definitely uh, go further and dig deeper into our findings, um, you know, to, to educate uh, we're going to have different platforms and stuff to do so. Uh, but you'll hear us definitely refer back to that time and time and time and time again. Uh, just because if you don't know who you are, then how can you really uh, live out your potential? How right. can you be the best you you can possibly be? The answer is you can't. Um, and until you really start questioning what you believe and why you believe what you believe, uh, then you really can't answer those questions. Like the, the main reasons a lot of people have those identity crises is because people just ask why, you know, it is that that's definitely, um, that's definitely true. And like, um, it's, I think it's very interesting though, that we, we can find all of this unsettling information, just how, um, evil people have been in the past um and um the truth of you know who our ancestors were not only what they've been through but the things they did to get us to the point you know where we ended up in slavery um but at the same time I think for me it brings a lot of peace at least knowing you know there's not so much on on the other side that I don't know 
um, it, it, it brings me a lot of peace as far as living and and really dying because I, I have I've grown so much and I and I have learned so much about the most high God. And um, I've I've drawn so so close to him that I don't have as many fears in this world. I may not know everything, um, but the truth um, that I do have gives me peace. Yeah. And peace is peace is priceless. Um, A lot of times when I can't sleep, it's because I have a lack of peace. Something is is gnawing at me. Um, and it's it was definitely what really sparked uh, a lot of what was going on was definitely the pr- the police brutality, mm-hmm. uh, the the senseless murders. Um, and in a sense, we were both brought on by the same thing. We but definitely yours, were. I never thought about that. Yeah, yours was sparked and immediately, you know, you you went digging. Mine really just came as a fruition that actually kept the fire going right yeah so like for me um i had questions i had questions before a lot of this started to come in the media as far as police brutality um but for it it definitely sparked my research the police brutality sparked my research but i find it um funny you know they say god works in mysterious ways i mean obviously i'm not saying that these these deaths were you know ordained by god however i do think that um the timing um of which these things really started coming back into the media just back to back um wasn't by mistake because it was right there when um it was right well it you had maybe a month or so six weeks six to eight weeks of research before these things like started happening back to back to back and i think that that like kind of put lighter is it like gas it put gas in your fire (laughs) yeah yeah um because that was um back when what was the first one that that we heard uh and it's a shame that right now i'm really just trying to recollect how many people we've seen in the media uh murdered so i think Um, the first one the first one was ahmaud aubrey yeah ahmaud aubrey so i had been studying you know and 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 reading and, and, and praying and stuff like that. And then I saw the video of Ahmaud Aubrey. I, I waited and I put it off because I kept seeing his name. I kept seeing his name. And I was like, I really just don't want to be uh, brought down by this uh, emotionally. And I finally watched the video and I could not get it out of my head. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep for like three days and that's what really it, it added lighter fluid to the fire and it burned so much hotter uh, than it already was right. um, because it was like, we have to do something. Right. We have to do something. We yep. can't just, you know, keep living without actually doing something more than putting a Facebook post or or a, a tweet or something right. like that. Like we have to learn as much as we can so that we can teach others so that we all can understand that there's a rhyme and a reason for everything. The the it may not be good what's happening, but at least you know why. why. Yes. Yes. And that will give you a peace of heart. That will give you a peace of mind. And once you know why, 
then you move to how. Mm-hmm. How do we change things? Exactly. We, and I, I wanted to note, though, the parallels um, there because right around the time that Amaya Aubrey happened, well, yeah, well, actually, your research like hit a peak right when he actually died, but when the videos um, and the story really started uh, hitting media and social media and everything was right around the time where I remember that there was a day where you were like doing research um, and you were doing the dark ages, but you ended up on some things as far as slavery was concerned. Um, I think, and I think we were also reading through Exodus yeah. at the time too. And so there was parallel, parallel, ugh, parallels <laughs> there um, between things that happened to the Hebrews biblically and then what happened to us in slavery. And then it brought it all the way up into now by the, um, by what happened with Amon Aubrey and then the others that um, have come to light since then. And so I think it was really those parallels too. And we definitely, in that time, we went from just doing research all day to, okay, now we got to split our time between research and planning because it's not enough to know. Um, We have to teach, you know, once you know, you have to teach. Exactly. Exactly. So um, we, are currently in the planning phase still uh we're trying to because like we had and we definitely we kept notes and stuff like that and i think there was a reason for that uh so we can actually compile it into something uh to where we can start to deliver that message um and a lot of it is god-centered um because at the end of the day you know that's who we're trying to please um but in that we also have practical information as far as here's how to go about your day-to-day life and being black in America, Right. you know, uh, as far as how to change legislation, uh, learning your local laws, learning uh, state laws, learning regional laws, uh, you know, just learning how to maneuver, uh, learning how to defend yourself, Uh, learning what happens when you defend yourself because Mm -hmm. it's not just hey look I have a gun I felt threatened and yes I was in the clear to shoot and I was in the clear to shoot to kill to defend myself Mm -hmm. what happens after those shots are fired what Mm -hmm. do you do and just uh and even like encouraging people um on um, defending themselves and how to defend themselves and everything um and i it, it goes back to what you were just saying a few minutes ago is that um this thing um we we like to call it the hebrew thing it really transcends beyond spirituality um it transcends to every area in your life when you say day to day it's not you know just it, i mean it's it's you being at home it's your home life it's your work life um, and it's how you deal with the public, how you deal within your community, um, how you come up against enemies when you're, when they come up against you, how you, how you, um, maneuver yourselves in that situation. And it's also, um, it also gives us, um, an understanding, um, of the police brutality, um, which is definitely something that has, you know, really kept the fire going, um, it, it it explains it and so because we know why this is happening it allows us to be more strategic yep and how we combat that and, and by no I, I do want to state state by no means are we saying that you know 
we can come up with, you know, these things, this list of things that you can do, or we can tell you how to avoid um, police brutality and other things. It's not even just police. Um, it's not just police. I mean, we have these rogue ex-cops and, you know, um, these so-called neighborhood watch and all these other people that are really killing us. And so we're not saying that we can stop that from happening. Um, but we, we, what we want is to direct, um, help direct our people to get closer in God, uh, to God, um, understand first why it's happening and then get closer to God because that is our first line of defense no matter what you think that is our first line of defense and so um encourage that connection and then you really you really kind of see things um change yeah, in your day to day things for what it is and not necessarily what they want you to see it as um so yeah with that do you have any anything else you want to add I want you to say what your name means oh my name is Anthony and it means priceless uh, there was another definition I can't actually remember. Yeah, strength and priceless. Um, so technically, they I I had to do some digging because uh, it wasn't necessarily uh, a surefire meaning. Mm -hmm. But between uh, digging, I found that it meant strength, uh, praiseworthy, and priceless. So look at that. God really be doing his thing, huh? <laughs> All the time. He be up there like, look, I got something for y'all, world. All the <laughs> time. Well, anyway, thanks for tuning in again. Uh, we have more to come, and I love y'all. Yeah, talk to you guys soon. Oh, he said he love y'all. Yeah, peace that out. That means I got to love y'all, too. No, I'm just playing. I love y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right.